Hi, and welcome to the Unique Perspective Show, broadcast live on Hakol Radio, powered by the Montanivasar. Every person, and in particular, every Jew, is special and unique in his or her own way, contributing to society with their very own flavor. My name is Yehuda Blonder, your show host, and I was born with a rare medical condition called familial dysautonomia, also known as FD. Growing up and overcoming multitudes of medical challenges shaped the person I am today, as well as gave me a rather unique perspective on life. On this show, we will be sitting down with amazing people with unique perspectives in life who will give us a glimpse into their lives and what makes them who they are. Come along with me for the ride on the Unique Perspective Show on Hako Radio. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Unique Perspective Show live on Hako Radio, powered by the Month Mivasar. On today's show, we are thrilled and honored to announce that we have David Gabay on the show. David grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and was a New York-based singer for many, many years, and has many albums of his own. Now, David does sales for Bankwest Payment Solutions in Lakewood, New Jersey. Please help me in welcoming David Gabay to the show. How are you? And welcome to the show, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Long time in the making. I know we've gone back and <laughs> forth, but Baruch Hashem, we're here. Yeah. How, how, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing amazing. I got to give you a lot of credit. And the, uh, it, first of all, the persistence of, of making it happen, but, but even more so the patience, you know, like, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out on your end. Sometimes it doesn't work out on my end. But, you know, somebody that's determined to make it happen, I, I think it's uh, it's a good midah, you know. Persistence is key in success. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But Baruch Hashem, we made it happen. <laughs> so, yes. First, yes. first, where did you grow up? So, I grew up in uh, in Brooklyn. Okay. I grew up in Brooklyn. You, you heard of it? I I think so. <laughs> um Baruch Hashem grew up uh, my childhood was in Brooklyn okay. and um went to uh Yeshiva Snary Stroll in Baltimore from Masifta. Okay. But before yeah, Masifta, where did you go? Yeah, I went to um regular Hadar. I mean I went to a Sephardi school, uh Yeshiva Kings Bay. Oh wow. Um and then I went to Yeshiva Ritzad. I went to uh and then after that was uh, Masifta in, in Neri Stroll. I went to um, Eretz Yisrael Levarie for one year. Wow! And um, I actually got married uh, right away, like you know, super early, um, and started my life. You know, we moved back to to Lakewood and settled down right away to Lakewood in two thousand one. Wow! And uh, I'm here ever since. Yeah, so we're talking twenty two years. Wow! Wow! So growing up, you went to a Sephardi yeshiva. You, you, you're not Sephardi, are you? Yeah, sure. My father is Sephardi. My mother's actually actually Ashkenaz. So uh-huh. definitely a mixed, you know, mixed breed there. So you're um, like Yaakov Shweki a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I think yeah, yeah you had the same uh, the same dynamic there. Uh, right. So yeah, for sure, it's uh, may, it makes things fun, you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you get the gefilte fish with a little harif, you know. It's like uh, <laughs> exactly. So growing up, were you always in music? Into music? How did that come to be? First, uh, back in the day, I was actually a very shy kid. Okay. Um, I actually knocked the socks off my parents when they found out that I was going to go out in the public and wow. you know do this public performance thing. Okay. Um, they could not believe it. You know, they, I mean, you know, when, when I turned bar mitzvah, I started laning. Okay. So that like sort of forced me up onto the bima, onto the umud, you know, right. to, to, to get up there. And then, you know, as I was doing it, I kind of felt like, you know, wow, I got something here, you know, and I was, it was exciting me. It was a new thing for me. Um, again, I, I was a shy kid, you know, right. I was, uh, do, always doing my own thing, you know, just, uh, friends, sports, you know, just 
playing or whatever it was. And then all of a sudden this new thing came about and, um, and it was kind of fun, you know? So I took, I, it took a life of its own. I actually, I got into keyboard. Um, wow. I liked, I, I like to learn about the theory of music, you know, just kind of figuring things out. Um, you know, the big thing, the big song, I think at the time then was maybe MBD's Mashiach, you know, and uh, I would be playing sure. it all day, like literally wow. all day. Um, and then, and then on to the next song and on to the next song. So, um, you know, kind of, uh, and then I went to Masifta. So, right. you know, music, you know, just evolved there and, and more, more davening for the Amud and, you know, guys and guys would compliment me and, and sort of, you know, encourage me to keep moving and, and doing bigger things. They're singing at the Masibas and, right. and getting up in front of more, more people. So, you know, it kind of, um, kind of, uh, took a, took a life of its own there. But but growing up as a little kid, you you were singing or you 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 just you were shy, so you didn't do anything. Never, never, never. Yeah, I would never. Oh, I was like this little, you know, little shy kid. Uh, never wow. really. Uh, yeah, it's it's just like uh, it's it's shocking to me, you know, just to look back at my at my childhood and, and right. realize, you know, what where I am today in sales, and connecting with people, and then. <laughs> And, and, and music and all over the world, et cetera. And it was just, uh, yeah, a very, very different path, you know, than, wow. than, than expected. But right. um, Baruch Hashem, you know, Baruch Hashem. Any of, your, any, any of your siblings are in, were in music before when they were younger or no? Um, no, not really. I have one brother uh, that, that uh, kind of sang a little bit, you know, like, like that, that was into singing. But never did anything like really professionally, um, right. and uh, I mean, Zmir's at the at Shabbos table was was great. My father right. also was a musical ear, and and just you know we all harmonies and etc. So it was uh, that was always nice, it was a nice experience. Wow. Um, and um, yeah, you know we wow. listened to music obviously growing up, and right. um, you know like you know like everybody else, the Avon Freeds, the Mordechai and Davids, and right. and uh, and etc. And, um, you know, that's how music came to be in my life. Right. So, so getting after you, I mean, when did you, for, when did you put out your first album? So my first album, um, so I, I started singing at weddings, okay. uh, and, and events in, in, let's say 2000, uh, middle of 2001. Okay. Uh, my first album wasn't until 2006. Wow. So I was I was actually singing events for about five years until, you know, until right. you know I I mustered up the uh, the courage and and uh, enough people were backing me in terms right. of like my 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 uh, you know my mental support, right. uh, you know that you know that I was able to do it and and uh, really encouraging me. So then I started looking for material. I met Yitzi Bold, had Avi Newmark at the time. Right. Um, you know, that we were, we became close and, and, uh, we sort of, you know, made this first album, Legabe, and right. I just, uh, you know, did you it was very, did you ever, did you ever think it was going to take off? Um, that not, to the, album. not to the, not to the extent of what it did. Um, right. you know, I couldn't have predicted that, you right. know, uh, it's, uh, we, we all fen- felt confident in the material, you know, we, yeah. we felt, you know, otherwise we wouldn't have done it. So, right. you know, I, I, I remember, you know, through the recordings, you know, getting to the final mixing and mastering of the album to ready to duplicate it to now send it into stores. And I listened to that master copy right before we duplicated. And I said, the, the words that I said right after the copy, I said, if this album doesn't fly off the shelves, I quit the industry because, (laughs) because this album has the recipe to just, you know, really do great things. And it did, you know, it was, it was a great first, uh, you know, stepping stone for me um, and get my feet wet in, in having material and doing concerts. I'd never did concerts really before then. So that was really the, you know, the beginning of, of my, of my music career there. You were never in any choir, right? You growing up, after before you nope. got married or not no nope, never did never did any of that you know i was never um you were so out. shy yeah meaning yeah. like <laughs> when they were probably calling you to 
come to the choirs where you shine. Yeah, at. right, right, right. Well, you know, what, what do you mean when, when I, when growing up, like when, let's say, obviously they, they heard your voice and whatever. So the choirs, they didn't call you. They didn't like, no, I was never, I was never really out there. You know, I was just, I kept to myself and right. really, you know, I mean, I did my own thing, you know, and, uh, and and just being in yeshiva, also at, that was I was out of town. I was in Baltimore, right. so it was uh, it wasn't really conducive for me to come in and practice with any choirs right. or anything like that. So I mean, technically speaking, I I guess I could have uh, right. if, if that's what I wanted to do at the time. I guess I could have maybe made it work to an extent, right. uh, you know, maybe with a local Baltimore choir or you know going to Brooklyn, you know, maybe during Benazmanim or something like that, but. Right. I never really, that didn't really entice me. I, I just, uh, shooting straight for the solo stars, you know? Wow. <laughs> so you started in 2006 with your first album. Then how did you get into sales and what, what you do now? That's a great, it's a great question. <laughs> so, you know, my albums, you know, were released over the years. Uh, you know, I, I did one in 08. I did one in 2010. I did Israel, right. And then I did Hakola Tova a, a five years later. Right. So, and, and after Hakola Tova, um, you know, I started doing some self-reflection right. and so, sort of looking at my family and how, how my family was growing um, had a number of kids at the time, um, you know, by, by, by 2015, I guess I, I had maybe six kids already at the time wow. and, um, and looking at the family, you know, I just, I felt like, you know, I don't want to be, um, I didn't, I didn't really want to be lighting Hanukkah Licht and then running out, you know, or right. spending Chalamoid, you know, backstage rehearsing. And because it's, it, you know, people don't realize that, there's so much more that goes into the music business 100%. other than the fact that, you know, you walk in at eight o'clock and the show starts, you right. know, the show for, for the musicians, the show started, you know, hours ago, you know, right. you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours ago, you know, rehearsing wow. backstage, doing it again, doing it again, running this song and that song and this way and that way. And then, you know, there's delays and it, and it's just, right. it's a really f a full day process. So, right. you know, and the same thing, you know, you show up to a wedding in LA, wow, the singer's here, et cetera. But what do you think the singer did all day? You know, hey, he woke yeah. up at 6 a.m. He got on a plane, he flew right. down, 100%. you know, there's a lot of, a lot of prep. So um, I kind of felt like um, personally, I wanted to be there for my, my wife and kids, mm -hmm. uh, you know, long-term. Um, and I felt like, um, it was a very hard decision for me, um, because I loved to be in the music industry and I loved a lot of things that came with it, the camaraderie with the musicians and the creativity, you know, being able to just, you know, create music and, and, and express yourself and right. spread Hashem's message. And there's so many good things that come like and cheering up kids and, and, and adults, adults as well, you know, so I, I, I gave a lot of physic and I got a lot of physic from, right. you know, a lot of these things, um, you know, so over the years, but I think long-term I had to make this, uh, you know, this decision that, you know, for, for, for myself, you know, right. I can't speak for others. Everybody has to do what's good for them. And, right. um, but that's, you know, that's how I got into it. So you asked me a very, very interesting question about sales, right? So I, how did I get into sales from singing? So right. when, when my partner, you know, um, at, at my company, when he approached me about maybe coming in with him uh, here at, at Bankwest, um, he told me, you know, it's really about selling and, and selling to people and bringing on customers. And, and I was thinking to myself, I said, I never sold in my life. What am I going to, you know, wow, I'm going to start turning into a salesperson. And then I realized right. one second, I've been selling my whole life. I've been selling... The, the creativity I've been selling the message of Hashem I've been selling the image and I've been selling the you know buy my albums I've been selling my albums and I've been selling my I've been selling all my life I just right. have been selling something else you know right. um, to an extent so I mean listen my kids sell me all the time you know that they should have a later bedtime and that they should have <laughs> candy and that they should have you know have a, you know it's just one it's just Okay, yeah. it's just one you know right but uh, you know at the end of the day we all sell to you know sell so to speak. Right. Um, so I, as soon as I started thinking in that, you know, in that mindset that 
it's I've been, I've really been doing this all my life. I, it's just in a different avenue, a different different clientele. Right. Um, I started getting much more comfortable with it, and um, didn't feel like I was selling myself, right. but rather selling value Something. to right. clients. Yeah, I was selling values, and then you know from there from there on, it just uh, you know a fire lit in me, and and you know I don't stop learning about you know the nature of people and their personalities and it's just it's very exciting so what does bankwest exact i understand they're a payment processing company but what does bankwest officially re- really do so bankwest is a um is an independent sales organization so we're we're okay. we're an iso which which means that we handle we are the point of contact if somebody right. want if there's a business or a yeshiva an organization a grocery store, any any type of entity that wants to accept credit card as a form of payment, yeah. we help them set that up. Okay. okay, so we'll get them if they want a credit card machine, we'll set right. that up. If they want online, you know, to be able to process online through their website or through a raise it campaign or charity can you know, one of these type of campaigns, right. we facilitate the payments on the back end. So that's really essentially mm-hmm. what we do. Set and and then we we recommend different payment technology to them you know, right. that can help the business become more efficient. So definitely providing a lot of value. We will be right back after words from our sponsor. Is your computer running slower than molasses? Are you desperate to salvage important data from your hard drive? Let's face it, IT work can be a nightmare at times, whether it entails virus removal, server or network setup, networking and cloud backup, or simple laptop and desktop ongoing IT support. At VentureTech, we understand how essential your systems are to your daily life, and we take the time to accurately diagnose every technical issue you're experiencing. Call us now for a consultation by dialing 347-603-0033 or shoot us an email to info at VentureTechComputers.com. And we are back on the Unique Perspective show. So how did David Gabay get to... Uh, and and that whole story. <laughs> Simcha is a, is a friend for a long, long time. Um, okay. Who doesn't know Simcha Shane? Right, who doesn't know Simcha? Who doesn't know Simcha Shane? Simcha is a, a very dear friend of mine. Um, he's a, as you know, he's a Hatzalah member. He's right. an EMS. He's a, he's 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 a, a super super volunteer. You know, uh, just a giving person. Um, and Simcha had a lot of, um, has a lot of contacts, you know, right. he has a lot of contacts. So Bankwest kind of, um, was a good fit for, you know, Simcha in, in that regard, in, in, in the sense right. that he knew a lot of business owners and organizations, people in healthcare, you know, so, uh, Simcha was brought in and was paired with me together wow. to, to, to create a Alexa's sort of tag team, right. um, that uh that you know we went together to shows and we we kind of um you know we we attacked it together so um yeah i I, i've developed a a very close relationship with simcha he's he's just a blast to be with and a very inspiring person like in in business and and in life i just see how giving he is and i've learned a lot from him as well he's he's really been an inspiration for me so i'm saying he came in after you to bankwest or he came along with you um, I don't recall, um, exact years. Um, I want to say he came in a drop after me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, but simple has been there a while. He's been there a long time. Well, you've been there also for, it's almost yeah. 10 years. Yeah. That's I just, it. yep. I just celebrated 10 years. Yep. Wow. So Woo-hoo. is, I, I, I want to get back to the music because I know yeah, you sure. were very involved, but. What do you think about the whole music industry where it's going for uh, now forward? It is. It is. Um, I think it's a very different industry today um, than when I was involved. Um, a lot's changed. It, it definitely was evolving into uh, an industry where um, you know bands. Were, it used to be brand, ba- a lot of the bands were freelancers, you know. Right. So you would see them one night with 
you know, one night with one band, another night you'd see the musicians with another band. Um, and even on, you know, before my exit, you know, they had, you know, a, a couple of bands already right. that were like just set bands, you know, right. that, you know, the Frey looks of the world and the, the Evanals of the world, you know, <laughs> before they, you know, uh, stopped with it. But right. um, today it's pretty much, that's really the structure of the industry. The industry is, you know, you look one after the other, whether it's Zaltz or whether it's, you know, Freilich Energy and, you have, you have so many um, Coldplay, you have so many different bands out there that are just right. set, rehearsed, Mendy Hershkowitz's group, you know, they're, they're just fantastic and it just produces better results. Um, so I think um, they're just raising the bar, you know, as time right. goes on. Technology is also involved, you know, you have crazy amount of iPads now today and right. everybody's just got, got uh, you know, everything at their fingertips. Um, you know, the sound systems are just getting more and more, uh, you know, efficient and, and, and bigger and the bands are getting bigger. Right. And I think, um, I think the dollar amount, I think also is, is just people are splashing, I think a little bit more, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe today than, than they used to inflation runs into it as well. Right. I mean, the dollar is not the same as it was, you know, seven, eight years ago, but, um, I, I like where the music industry is today in regards to the professionalism of it. Um, in regards to material, um, you know, here and there I hear some good stuff. You know, I, I kind of feel like the, the industry as a whole um, is not as creative maybe as it used to be. Right. Um, I feel like it's just, you know, pump it out, pump it out, you know, material. And it's not, they're not sitting on the material and creating um, as much as I would like. Um, but again, there, there are some good stuff out there. You know, right. there are. Um, so, you know, you have talented guys also, you know, Mordechai Shapiro is killing it. He's doing great stuff. You know, he's got his own style and he's got his own, you know, thing going on. He's, he's, uh, it's very nice to see Benny's come a long way. Benny's, you know, Benny's doing great right. things. Um, very, very into, um, you know, what they're doing. Um, and on the level that they're doing it, you know, you have great guys, Joey Newcomb and, and even Aftali Kempa, you know, even that style of, right. of, uh, I'm, I love that. I love the hearts, the, the, the way they <laughs> sing and the way they perform. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I like I like the uh, the industry where it's sitting today. So getting back to when you did the music, I know it's still a big issue, but it was your parnasa. But how do you? What did you do with all the people copying and all pirating all the music? How did you go about that? I know it was your parnasa. So how did you? Right. Um... You know, a lot of a lot of singers, they got up and rightfully so, um, you know, said, you know, we're very vocal about it. Right. Um, I did not take a vocal stance. Um, not because I didn't feel this, uh, not because I didn't feel the same way. I, obviously, I felt the same way. And I, right. and I privately, I mean, with, in conversations with people, they would ask me all the time the same question you just asked me. Um, you know, what are you doing about it? What, you know, it's, is it going to affect you, et cetera? You know, um, I, I just felt like, you know, I always had this feeling that, that I'm not going to be doing this long-term. So I don't know if I want to be, you know, the face of this, right. uh, uh, you know, um, protest, so to speak, wow. um, because I, I wouldn't be doing it, you know, long, long-term. Um, you know, and when I, when I, you know, I, but I always had an ill feel, you know, for, for people that would, you know, you have to feel for right. the artists, you know, you have to feel for them. And, and today it's completely done away with because no right. one is really buying CDs at all. Everyone's right. streaming, uh, you know, their music and um, listen, you know, I mean, there is, there is a payment program of royalties from, you know, Spotify and, right. and, and, and you know, yeah, but how much, how much already, how there. much, how much already can you do you make off the payment royalties from Spotify and right, Apple? Right, right. Yeah, that definitely already? doesn't. Yeah, it definitely doesn't compare to if people would consistently just buy the CDs and just right. uh, you know just hold it. So, 
today it's become a lot harder to, you know, to really be in the business in that regard and produce content. So I think a lot of guys maybe are getting creative and maybe just, you know, putting out, you know, videos of them at weddings, of them at different things, you know, because if they can't consistently put out content that, that is on CDs, then maybe if they're singing someone else's song at a chuppah, that's content. You know, I want people to hear me singing Yishai Ribo's song of, you know, whatever, then, you know, that's a different thing for me, you know, that you've never seen me do. So here, here's content, you know, for you to watch. And video is definitely, um, I think, better content, you know, to have out there than, than, than just the audio. So, you know, so, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, to a certain extent, um, you know, they don't really have to produce albums today uh, to, to stay relevant. And, you know, you have guys producing singles and just, you know, dripping one song at a time onto the market. So um, I don't, I think they're like sort of navigating around that difference in the market, you know, where it's not just the easiest thing to put out a 60, 80, a hundred thousand dollar album and then just collect, you know, a couple pennies from the, you right. know, from the streams, whereas they're getting creative and they're saying, okay, let's, you know, let's put out one song, let's make a solid song, but let's give real PR to the song. Let's make a music video. Let's right. sing it by wedding. Let's get other guys to sing it by weddings. Let's put it on statuses. Let's, let's take advantage right. of social media. And that's how guys are like really surviving. Um, I think in this climate, you know, that, uh, that we're in. I think you were the pioneer of music videos. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I was doing it. Um, I did, I did, I think, uh, I don't remember if it was one or two or three of them before Yalili, but Yalili really raised the bar. Yalili, right. that was like the music video that I remember, um, you know, I was very impressed by. And, and, and I think uh, how many, what, 30 million, 10 million? I, mean, I, how many, I don't, I don't know the number. How many, however, other many people agreed with me that they liked, right. you know, um, you know, the, uh, the, the concept of, of video content. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we had our, our Anavda and we had some right. other music videos, you know, that, that we were part of, but, um, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, you, it's, it's, yeah. You always knew in the back of your head that you were not going to be a singer and a music guy for long term. Or you, or you like, or you decided like not one day, but like, like okay, now I feel like I need to settle, not settle down, but like, like get get like into the real world and right, right. So um, yeah, for you know, for for uh, I guess the beginning part of my career, I wasn't really thinking in that regard. Um, right. I was just sort of zoning in on doing what I was doing professionally. Right. Um, and at that time, it was just solely music. I was learning in Kailo, you know, for many years during the day um, while I was in music. And and it came a certain point in time where, you know, I was just looking ahead and just trying to plan ahead and sort of see, um, you know, what I can do to, uh, you know, to really... I, I, I think settle down is the right is the right term. I think you were right uh, when you used that when you used that word. You know the the late nights, the late drive, the flying, right. the prep, all of the all of the above. You know, the way I the way I always sum it up, and I've told this to numerous people. Um, I think this is the per- perfect way to sum it up. Is really, you know, two thousand people are in the auditorium. You know, they're they're looking on stage, right. and and they're 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 saying what I would give to be that guy on stage. Right. And I was the guy on stage saying what I would give to be that guy in the crowd. Wow. That's just with his kids and his wife. He's just like enjoying the show, right. you know, and then you can leave whenever you want to and just, you know, go to work the next day, you know? So there was a certain part of my life where I was, you know, that's the way my, right. my thought process was going. And, um, you know, it's always, I guess the grass is greener on the other side, right? Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes. But yeah, but you never know what's, what's really on the other end. You know, everybody's like, wow, it's so glamorous. He's flying around, he's getting so much covered and whatever. I, it really didn't mean anything to me. I really, I just, I tried to stay as grounded as possible and just as, uh, you know, not Nagea, you know, to that as possible and um, just really assess for myself what, what's right. going to be the best for me and my family long-term. Right. So, and that's, that's, you know, that's where we are today. 
And how long did that assessment take for you to come yeah, to the decision? Some, yeah, that took some time. It took a couple of years, you know, of, of thought process. You know, when right. is the right time? And and you know, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, I, I never lost money on an album. You know, we were always producing good content and good, you know, good uh, good material, and people liked it and, and people bought it, and, and right. you know, I always got the chizik from from the crowd and from people that I would bump into at the pizza store and, you know, just regular, you know, everybody would be like, oh, great album, you know, when's the next one dropping, you know, like right. I would always get those great encouragement, uh, words of encouragement and, and it just kept me going. Um, so, you know, it got me through it. And then at a certain point I was just, you know, I kind of felt like, okay, you know, I'd rather go out on my own terms right. rather than wait to see what happens later, you know, and, right. and sort of assess it later. Let me, let me sort of wean myself off the music industry rather than the music industry weaning, weaning me off you. of it. Right. <laughs> you know, so that was kind of um, what I felt at the time. And Baruch Hashem, you know, it's, it's, I don't regret my decision. There are definitely things that I miss about it, um, you know, but um I'm always I'm I'm always going to weddings as a as a guest and I kind of see the musicians and and go and we have big hugs and reminisce a little bit you know right. and uh, I have phone calls sometimes with with musicians that I used to play with and I keep in touch you know uh, with guys that I'm close uh, I was close with right. and that I am close with but um, yeah so it'll always be a part of me it'll always be right. you know, in my bloodstream you know wow we will be right back. After words from our sponsor. Paraflight. Better care in the air. When you need urgent medical attention or transport, you deserve peace of mind. Based on the East Coast, Paraflight is a full-service medical transport company dedicated to providing dependable, compassionate, and customized care and service to patients and medical teams worldwide. Founded by emergency medical professionals, we understand the sensitive, critical needs of medical teams, patients, and their families. We transport patients and teams from tertiary care facilities, hospital to hospital, or any other destination across the United States and beyond. Our team never compromises on safety or quality of care, following a patient-first, not-profit-driven model of care. This ensures you get the exact customized medical transport solution you need. Check us out online at www.paraflight.aero. Call us today, 844-538-1911, or send an email to info at paraflight.aero. And we are back on the Unique Perspective show. So, David's, David Gabe's top five songs of all time. <laughs> of my own? No. Of 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 uh of the world. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, let's 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 think about this one. Um it could be Jewish and non-Jewish also. <laughs> I I'm not that familiar with the with the other side, to be honest with you. I okay. really am not. Okay. But uh but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Jewish music as that's you know, that's my forte. Yeah. Um I gotta say for my own material, um I wanna say Haviva Nai is probably my favorite musical song okay. to sing and to play and to listen to it's just it has an overall a great sound and a great arrangement it was a great composition um and Davin for me is probably you know the letter is probably the most meaningful uh, you know uh, song that I've done a production I did a music video as well right so it's it's the, definitely the one that I'm taking to Shemaim with me you know and and showing and being proud of uh, it's all yours and, David it's all yours that's it you know that's it's it's, it's Listen, these these are these are really uh, things that evolve, and it's right. uh, Baruch who puts an idea in, and and then you know you run with it, and and uh, it's it was just an incredible thing, and and uh, obviously Legabe was my passport song, so that right. that's that song is very dear to me. Um, that's for my own material. In terms of other people's material, I mean, 
there's great material out there. There really, really is. There's, uh, you know, um, if you, Tfilat Kala, you know, a song like that, um, you know, from Yaakov Shwaki, uh, you know, you have songs like um, Boy the Shalom, you have songs like um, Lamancha from Eitan Katz. Um, I love, I love, uh, you know, a lot of the material that I hear. And I mean, I can go on and on about Avon Fried, right. about working with him, you know, the times that I worked with him. Um, you know, just there's, there's a lot, there's a lot, uh, you know, that right. I absorbed over the, over the years. Um, but, um, top five, I'm not sure that I can give you a top right. five. I'm just, you know, I probably needed to be prepared, you know, <laughs> a, a real thought process because like, just stop, you know, the right. songs, there's so many good songs, you know, there's so many good songs, but so I, um, I want to jump yeah. in for a second. Sure. I was just watching one of your music videos. And I want to know how that song came to be. The letter. Yes. Yes, the letter. That for me. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I actually stumbled on it like probably mm -hmm. two or three, three, two or three days ago. Wow. And uh, and I is the first time I saw it in years. Like literally, I haven't watched it in years. And it almost brought me to tears. It just, it was such a nice presentation. You know, sometimes you have a song and then you put a music video to it, especially if it's like a lyrical song, you know, like right. Hebrew lyrics or English lyrics or Yiddish lyrics, you know, and you have like a real story there and a real meaningful song and people have heard it, you know, over and over and it just, it resonates with them. And then you do a music video right. and then it kind of like, you know, you didn't express it really right. the way it should have been expressed, but I feel like that that music video definitely did it justice. You know, to the to the actual song, it really really brought out the the emotion uh, that the song uh, you know conveys. Um, right. The song was was really I sat with Yitzi Waldner okay. uh, to you know to compose, and um, there was a woman uh, in Lakewood, uh, Mrs. Pell. And, uh, okay. and I knew somebody that knew her and I heard that she was a lyricist and I, I kind of, you know, somebody connected us and I, I told her, I said, you know, I'd love to, to write about, uh, this kind of concept where, you know, one person's davening for the other and, you know, call Ms. Bab Haveroy and she just ran with it, you know, wow. and we, we tweaked back and forth a drop, you know, it was not, not even much tweaking back and forth, but. You know, we kind of, you know, perfected it and, and right. made it symmetrical and, and, and all of that nitty gritty. But uh, overall, I mean, her story, her delivery of it was great. And, and then I sat with, you know, Yitzi Waldner to create the, you know, the, the melody of it. So right. it, it, it just, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that chorus is just. It's, it's, um, it's amazing. Diving for me and I'll dive in for you. Yeah. Beautiful. Mom is beautiful. Any of your kids are in the music industry or no? Not in the music industry. My kids are still in yeshiva where okay. they should be. Right. And they should, I hope they're still in yeshiva right now. <laughs> not missing Seder. Um, yeah, but they're, they're all Baruch Hashem. They're all musical. They all love music. I mean, Samiris by my table today is, is great. Um, you know, Shabbos, we sing, we you know, one to the next, you know, I'm actually kept up to par with what's out there today with, you know, because of my kids, because that, right. you know, I got Masifta and Beis Medrash Bacharim um, right. in my house. So they're coming home and they're like, Hey, you got to hear this new song. You got to hear this new song. So, you know, I, I didn't even hear the journeys album until, you know, oh, really? probably pro no, no, until, until, until probably two, three months after it came out. Wow. And they're like, Abba, you got to hear the Journey's album. They even give a shout out to you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I finally heard it. And, uh, you know, I gave A.B. A, a nice ring. You know, I called him up. Shkoya for the shout out, A.B. Thank you so much. <laughs> but uh, my favorite song, actually, from that album, now that you mention it, my favorite song right now, I mean, the last probably year or so, is Allah Tzadikim from Freed, from, from that album. Wow. And it actually makes me cry almost every time I hear it, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous presentation of the right. story and the lyrics and the arrangement. And it's just the way Avremel just puts it down. I just, I hollish from it every time. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's, that's a song that really resonates with me. Wow.
Okay, top five singers of all time. And they cannot so include David Gabe because <laughs> you're you're being interviewed. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. I, I think I can I think I can choose another five besides myself. Um, I probably would have anyway, but um, we're gonna go with um, obviously, you know, the the uh, the trailblazers of of, uh, of Rome Fried right. and um, and uh, Mordechai and David and uh, Jakob Schwecki, of course, you know, so you have there the top three, the Mount right. Rushmore there. Um, and I think today, um, I really don't see any way you can skip over. Uh, well, we're going to have to make it six if that's okay. Okay. Because I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with Benny, Mordechai, and Yishai Ribo. Um, those, those, those three, aside from the first three, those three All are right. the ones that are just d- d- every time out, they just better and better and better and the the material that's being put out and again don't i don't want anyone to feel slighted because right i i feel like the industry has so much talent really right. so much 100 yoni z ellie marcus i mean yoshmuli unger there's so much a very so many so much out there there's so many out there that and it's not to belittle any any anyone you know right. uh in talent wise um, I feel like there's, there's just, it's really, really stood. The bar is so high. The right. bar is so, so high, so much higher than it ever was. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, that, that would be my, my top six. Wow. Did you yeah. ever sing together with, um, Mordechai Ben David at like concerts or, and how was that? How was that? How did that work? How did that work? So for a long, long time, while I was in the music business, I didn't sing with MBD. Wow. I never got the opportunity to. And I was just always in awe of what he's accomplished and his voice and his talent. And finally came the opportunity where, you know, we started, you know, singing a little bit together at, you know, a wedding here and a wedding there. Right. I was hired as the singer. He would be a guest. So he would come up and we would do something, and uh, I think we sang a chuppah, you know, chuppah or two together. And um, I didn't get much, much opportunity with with Mordechai, but um, definitely had my share of, of experience with him. And he was super, super nice, super warm, uh, very inviting. In fact, I found out, you know, sometimes where somebody was clearing, you know, what singer should I go with? And he told, he encouraged them. He said, you should go with Gabe, you know. So I, I heard from behind the scenes right. a lot of times that, you know, he held uh and which which made me feel great you know but um um i did i had my my share of experience with him i think i had a little bit more experience with with avremel live um in concerts around you know different different settings and different concerts dinners uh weddings that i've done with him so um yeah i mean we we uh we we definitely did you know with yakov uh, mm-hmm. a number of times uh so yeah, I mean, I, I've had my my share of of uh, you know sharing the stage, so to speak, wow. with uh, with a lot of people that I'm very proud to say I shared a stage with. Wow, your most influential singer in your life that gave you the basic guts to go out and sing. It has to be Avram Fried. Okay, it has to be Avram Fried, and 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 it's not only because I admire him as a singer. Um, I can share with you a story that happened once. Okay. Um, we were once doing a show. It was actually me, Avram Fried, and, and Ohad. And wow. we did a show in Toronto at the NCSY show there. Um, mm-hmm. It's got to have been maybe 12 years ago, 13. I mean, it was, it was a number of years ago. Okay. And, uh, and we were in the second half of the show. And Ohad goes out onto the stage to do his part. And the, the, me and Avramel were, were schmoozing backstage. And the concert producer comes over to Avramel. Okay. Not to me. I'm, I, you know, who am I? Right. And he comes to Avramel and he says, Avramel, you know, we're running, we're running short on time. Um, we're going to have to cut some songs because we have scheduled, um, I think it was five for Avramel and three from me. So, uh-huh. so it, it, I was going to go on next after Ohad. Right. And, and you know, do three songs. And then he was going to go out and do five. And without even flinching, he didn't even look at me. He didn't look anywhere. Like he said, so cut my, so cut my songs. So, you know, I'll do, I'll come out. I'll do, 
I'll do, uh, you know, one or two, I'll do two songs. Wow. So, so the guy, the concert producer looks at them and I'm, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> They're here to see you. <laughs> I can wow. cut songs, you know, you can't cut songs. And he goes to me, no. He says, he realized at that point, you are starting out. Right. You need to be seen by the public. Right. Me, they know me. Right. I have nothing to lose if I sing two songs or four songs or five, you know, they're not going to forget me. They're not going to, but you have a lot to gain if you can go out and show what you got. And wow. that's what his, that's what his, and you know what? There was no 2000 people there to give him right. a standing ovation right. and there was nobody watching and it was backstage and it was just me and him. And he was just so candid and just so real. And that gave me at that moment, that gave me such a confidence to be able to carry that, to do for others, the same chesed right. and the same kindness to show that, Hey, you know, let me give back. And, wow. um, I, I even remember that when Benny Friedman was coming into the industry, yeah. I felt such an achrayas to be right. there for him, just right. the way that Avramo was there for me, you know, and I felt like, you know, he's coming in, let me, let me, let me welcome him in. And I, right. and I remember, you know, different settings and different, you know, uh, events that we would be doing together. And he didn't have an album out yet. And he didn't, you know, he was trying to still navigate his way, you know, what is the business, et cetera. And, I remember, you know, bringing him in and, and sort of, you know, giving him my, you know, I mean, I'm sure I've Remmel gave him tons right. of, you know, advice and, and everything, but just from a personal point of view, as Al-Tsakara Satov, right. you know, just to give him, um, you know, that from me personally, but uh, yeah, he's, he's really killed it. Benny is just taking it to another level. He's doing yeah. great things today. Great things. I love he's, it when I see it. He's actually very good. He's actually very good. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he actually... He he sings very good with Joey Newcomb. If, if, yeah, so yeah, it's very him and Joey and, and Mordechai. They have this thing yeah. going on, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, you see, you see what's going on, or you don't yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, with, here with and there, things. here and there. Yeah, here and there. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm still alive. You know, right? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a pulse, you kind of know a little bit what's going on. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I. I definitely hear when, you know, there's new material out and, and my kids right. definitely let me know about it. Right. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Um, just one more quick question. Sure. The worst advice you've ever gotten, and you could flip it also, the best advice. Worst advice... That I've ever gotten. I would, I would probably say, you know, I've heard before when I was, when I was in the music business, I would yeah. not, I would not push my range right. higher than I felt comfortable okay. to do. I was able to sing on higher keys, but I, didn't feel comfortable to sing and push. And I felt like that wasn't my comfort zone. Right. Although I can do it, it wasn't my comfort zone. And I always like to sing in my comfort zone. And, right. and I, I have gotten the advice to, you know, push it, go sing on the highest range you can possibly do. And wow. I always, I always felt that that was, that was not good advice to give to, you know, somebody out, you know, in public, in, in, a, in, a, in a setting on stage with all eyes, you know, on the stage and on them, you know, I feel like a person has to enjoy what he's doing and feel comfortable right. with what he's doing 100%. and feel comfortable with, you know, with who he is and, 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 and the range that he's singing. And, and, you know, if he's comfortable hitting an, an high A, or a high B or a high C, then great. But, you know, if high A is where the comfort ends and then, you know, you're stretching and stretching, you know, personally, I wasn't, you know, you know, the, the, the highest range, right. but I felt like wherever I was singing, I felt like I was doing it, right. you know, I was doing it the right way. Um, you know, so I, I kind of felt like it, it, when it comes to music, you know, 
don't push anyone to do something they're not comfortable with, or for that matter, anything in life, you know, Um, you always want to be in your comfort zone. You always want to be now, again, is there risk reward, you know, if you're stepping out of your comfort zone, for sure. You know, if you step out of your comfort zone, yeah, I I might hit that high note and maybe I'll get booked for another hook or another concert or, you know, somebody might hear that note, but there's also risk there. You know, you're, you're singing in a place you're not comfortable singing. You don't have as much control over your voice. So, right. you know, so there, there's, uh, you know, that's that I would definitely give um, as, as maybe not such great advice. Wow. Um, in regards to, to good advice, I think just in life, you know, just, just be real, uh, be who you are. Um, as they say, be who you are because everybody else is taken, right? That's, right. that's the saying. Um, but, but really be, be yourself, be who you are, always give it your all, um, you know, tr- try to be, you know, always do the best you can. Um, and don't, don't look at other people, you know, don't, don't right. feel like, you know, Hey, he's accomplished this and this, and, you know, why is he doing that concert? Or why did he close that sale? And, you know, I wish I could do that. You know, you can do what you can do. Hashem gave you Kalen to do the best that you can do. Um, right. and it's always your responsibility, obviously, to do the most ishtadlis and learn right. about becoming better and, 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 and how to, how to be better, but never judge yourself based on the barometer of other people. And that right. I think is like a, a great uh, piece of advice that I would, you know, share with your audience. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, for joining me. I really, really had a good time. Um, you, I know you're not in the music industry anymore, but you were a very, very good singer. One of the better singers <laughs> out there when you were at your height of your career. So, Thank you. Um, and it, your music did come into a lot of people's houses and they all enjoyed it. I know. And, <laughs> and just, just keep up the great work and just enjoy and keep it up. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I wish you the same. I Thank wish you, you the same. And uh, you should have a lot of Hatzlacha in whatever you do as well. Um, keep spreading, you know, these these episodes and interviews because <laughs> people learn a lot from them. You know, if anyone is watching them and you're interviewing a personality or uh, someone to learn from um, that could give good advice or people can learn from their stories, etc. That's that's a great thing that you're doing and keep it up. Thank you. Have a great rest of your your night. Yes, thank you so much. You too. Have a great you night. You too. Bye-bye. You have just listened to the latest episode of the Unique Perspective Show, broadcasted live on Hako Radio, powered by the Munson Mavasar. The Unique Perspective Show is hosted by Yehuda Blonder, who can be contacted through Hako Radio by sending an email to info at hakoradio.com. This show and many others can be found in the Hako Radio archive system on our website and mobile apps, and can also be found on all major podcasting services.